0: This episode is in partnership with Dell Technologies. Dell can help push your business further with innovative technology designed for small business. Visit dell.co.uk.
1: Welcome to this latest edition of the FSB podcast, the go-to podcast for news, tips, and important information for small businesses and the self-employed. This episode is the first in a three-part series brought to you in partnership with Dell Technologies to explore the ways in which technology can help small businesses innovate, improve, and advance. And this first episode is titled, How Tech Can Help Your Small Business Innovate. All small businesses are looking to innovate, to grow, to stay one step ahead of their competitors and to ensure they are delivering in line with customer needs and demands, so this session will explore how technology can fuel and facilitate innovation, whether providing you with data and insights on customers and company performance to help you identify growth and innovation opportunities, delivering products and services in an increasingly innovative way, such as through digital or in an automated way, or using the power of things like 5g VR and automation to speed up and enhance the customer experience to discuss exactly how technology can help you do that. I'm pleased to say I'm joined by Dell Technologies experts Andy Bone and Jason Crawford. Thanks both of you for joining. Thank you. Cheers. Good to have you here. So yeah thanks for having us John. Uh, I know you're more than welcome. Look we, we often hear this term tech for innovation, uh tech that can help businesses to to innovate and evolve. And I think that can put people off a little bit sometimes because they don't quite understand it, or they might think that the returns are a bit uncertain. Um, but there are lots of ways that tech can help businesses innovate, aren't there? Can you can you just share some of those to, to demystify it a bit?
2: Well, where do we start, Andy? I mean, the thing is, probably our own adventure with tech in our own lives. Um, when I started off in Dell Technologies, I wasn't necessarily an expert of all the tech that's available to me. But what I have found is that um, it's All about time. Time is the most important commodity. Andy and I talk about that every day and say, you know what, um, making sure that we can actually focus and get the most out of the time that we put in. And that's when it comes to a small business, that's probably the hardest thing to find. Um, I know, Andy, yourself, you've run small businesses before.
0: Have you found that that's a challenge? Well, absolutely. There's only a certain amount of hours in the day that, um, you know, that we have. And, you know, the way I look at it is that technology is a vehicle and that vehicle will do a job for you. And like any vehicles, you can get better vehicles um, that are faster, more efficient. And that's, that's, a, that's a really simple way of looking at technology. It's a way of, of, of getting your um, requirements done in a, in a timely manner. So, yeah, yeah, it's, um, it's very important that we use our time wisely. I think we've seen a lot of that with the innovation over the pandemic. Uh, people
2: have had to work in different ways. We've been forced um to rethink uh, how we work and has tech helped? Yes, absolutely. Um, we've obviously doing things like this. We're now doing more podcasts and chatting and be able to reach out to people and share some of these important ideas. Um, And that has happened as a necessity but tech has helped us through this adventure. At the moment, Andy and I had that experience overnight, obviously during the pandemic where it was just like, actually, you know what, we're going to have to work in a different way. Now, we've found that really useful and we've actually embraced it to add it into our future working cycle so that we're not necessarily traveling all over the country for a small meeting we can actually just have that online and have that open discussion either via audio via video or as you've mentioned earlier we'll come and have a look at a bit of the vr solutions and the other solutions that are to come
1: yeah, some good examples there of kind of how it can help you get time back to focus on, on other things. We live in this increasingly data-led world. Um, what are some of the ways that small businesses can leverage tech to help them manage and process data in that faster way and to use it much more to their advantage? I think that's similar to um, what we've uh, sort of um covered a little bit, but actually
2: there's things that we don't really think about. The things that are day-to-day, the boring detail work that can be done by computing, by technology, making sure that we keep our records of our customer data. What are our customers ordering, for example? Maybe they are ordering a regular item. You can actually have that on a data set, on a database, and make sure that you actually go, you know what, I'm ready for that, because then... If it's stock items uh, maybe you're selling a product that's physical you can actually go back and check and go that person actually ordered this last time let's have that ready and in place and that improves the productivity i have mean, seen it a lot of organizations can go wrong and buy in a lot of a certain item in just sheer hope um and realize actually my customer base is going to change over time because those that data set can grow and thrive as you go because weather conditions changed. <laughs> Look at us recently. The whole country has been up, down, left, right, and center. You don't know whether someone's maybe going to order a product. Maybe it's a beer or something like that and you want a nice summer version or you want something for a more darker times and the, for the rain. It doesn't matter what you're selling as a product. Those data sets will come out over time. And as your business grows, you'll be able to monitor them and use
0: technology to find out actually what am I selling best. And that's where you obviously grow in. Yeah, and I think that's the same across some um, large organisations, um, from global organisations right through to the to the, the one man business. We're all collecting a massive amount of data, and what we're finding is is the organisations, the, the, the companies, the the people that are taking that data and and actually using it to its fullest potential. That's where you'll see the biggest differences in in growth and um an expansion because they're using that in ways that you you know that you would never really think of five ten years ago i mean you know we've got some massive corporates like amazon that is a really good example of like how do they know that i want that 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 thing at this particular moment in time because they've been monitoring data because they've been taking that data in physical um locations like shops you know um, the larger again we always start with the larger because that's where where innovation tends to tends to be driven from from that from that uh, higher higher end organization they will have um sensors monitoring foot throw throughout the ship throughout their stores so they'll know where people are hanging about and where they're looking at product so what they can do is they can use those those uh, those zones as promotional zones so that in the future they know that that is the best selling zone in that particular store or uh, that product wherever we put it is going to be picked up on and we're going to be able to be able to um sell that product much better so it's it's about all the data that we're pulling in and and it is a colossal amount of data um that um, that everybody is, is pulling on and how we, we turn that around and use it to our best advantage is really that that's the golden egg, Mr. Crawford. And if we if we were good at that, you know, we would we would be very rich people. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't be here.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I think that's a good example there of how tech. For data processing and management is brilliant for your own operations and internal systems. You know, get your ordering better and more streamlined and more automated. But that also enhances the the customer experience because you know they're getting something more relevant, more tailored. They're getting it faster. They know you've got you know they're more likely to know you've got it in stock because because you've got all that in, in 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 place. So that's that's really good. Um, Jason, you touched on um the fact that we'll speak a little bit about things like VR and augmented. Uh, reality and, and and things like that. Um, you know, I think a lot of small businesses think this is definitely an area that's more for the big organizations and perhaps not something they're using quite yet. Is that is that the case? I, I would actually
2: throw that the other way. I think the bigger organizations perhaps have a little bit of a fear of um something like that taking over. Um, now it, it, the thing is, VR is a very personal experience, obviously, as is augmented uh, reality as well. Now, where are the kind of places that we see the growth? Actually, we see a lot of individuals that are perhaps working in engineering for example. Um, so a lot of um, engineers, we actually find our contract engineers, and they're actually solo. Um, they're, so they are small businesses in their own right. They're maybe working with um, architects to create designs, maybe industrial structures, maybe even something like analysing um, actual vehicles and how they're running. It's an exciting area to be in. But I think people shouldn't be afraid of tech in general and putting off by the price point, because the price point, is one thing but what we're seeing growing is more of a pc as a service or technology as a service model growing nowadays where you're actually able to actually acquire the equipment via some sort of financial um, route. Now, we have a multitude of those at Dell, obviously, and it just makes it easier to access something that you normally would have thought, that's an outlying cost that I can't put the capital expenditure uh, straight into a Why not change that to an operational expenditure and actually be ahead of the curve as a small business, and have something that excites your customers. Have something that there maybe is an experience that they haven't had. If you're sharing maybe an idea of a new project or something that you're working on, VR and augmented reality is a great way to do it. What well, about yourself, Andy? Do you think anything
0: different than myself, or are you on the same lines? No, absolutely. I think I think it's really important that the customer first is 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 key to, to technology at the moment, because um, it, it all spans down to the fact that we've all got um, consumer devices such as tablets, mobile phones, maybe not so much tablets now, because that mobile phone has, has has pretty much taken over that role. So the mobile phone can pretty much, it is a small compute. Um, in fact, um, the, the, um, the pocket calculator from many years ago, which I can remember, I don't know about, about yourselves, but the pocket calculator had more compute on it, um, in its day that actually was on board, um, the Apollo rocket that went around the, around the moon, just to give you an example of how, how technology has advanced in, in, in the number of years that we're talking about there. So now it's all about that end customer experience. If the customer doesn't get a good experience within, uh, we, we talk about a seven second rule, um, seven seconds to achieve that customer get that, that customer, um, onboarding and if you don't get that that customer will go and find it somewhere else and it's really important that we we, we enable that and technology is a really key tool to enable that engagement and so just think customer first all the time think about what the customer wants think about what you want because i think at the end of the day would you want a bad experience with um, a piece of technology or a website or anything that um, you're you're looking for to actually gain products or or purchase products so yeah it's really important to start at the, the end the end user i believe
1: Yeah, brilliant. And you mentioned their technology as a service. Can you just explain a bit for our audience uh, about how that's changing the way they can tap into and use technology? I
2: think the simplest way to sort of describe it is um, we all, most of us, the majority of us that are probably on this and listening to it, um, the fact is our mobile phones. Many of us get a mobile phone. Not many people actually buy them outright you usually have some sort of a purchase program where you either buy it over several months or you buy it as a service and then replace it after maybe three years is a good example for most tech. I think we're mobile phones now. I seem to be replacing them very quickly at the moment, but that's just my luck of the draw because I'm not nimble handed. But yeah, we, we can actually go in and purchase something and actually when it comes down the line, we can choose the time that we want to upgrade because technology is evolving so quickly that many organizations actually are changing their equipment out within a year. And I'm not just thinking about their PCs, I'm talking about their laptops. It's every single thing is evolving, so we actually need to be able to do that. So doing it as a service, rather than doing it as, I've bought this equipment outright, which means you've got that piece of tin, effectively, which is, what do I do to dispose of that later on? Or can I actually make any money back out of it? You'll see it in the car industry as well. Many consumers now just going, actually, it's not so much um, just going buy the car, will actually go and um, get it as a monthly payment and things like that. So that's probably the easiest way to sort of uh, demonstrate on our personal lives across to our business lives. And it's definitely a cost-effective way of getting the latest tech in your hands as quickly as possible.
1: Yeah, that's really useful. I think um when we're talking about uh tech for innovation, maybe there's a, a bit of a tendency for for some of our audience in some sectors to think, oh, well, that doesn't really apply to me. You know, I'm, I'm a building firm or I run a cafe or whatever it might be. And they think, oh, this isn't really, you know, innovation isn't isn't really for me. But that's not really the case, is it? I mean, are some small sectors more likely to be able to leverage tech for innovation? Um, but, you know, on the flip side of that, are there forms of innovative tech that, that can be used by everyone? Absolutely. I Every guess,
0: yeah. person needs Tech every day of their lives, don't they? Andy? Absolutely. I mean, you, you mentioned cafes and and um, and things like that. I mean, in in my early days, I used to run bars, and back in what nineteen ninety five, I actually. Um, launched my first online food ordering so that it would alleviate the stress of lunch times on my bars so that people could pre-order food um, and we knew where we stood then so we we didn't have this 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 backlog of, of orders coming in it was all very seamless and that was back in 1995 so even a simple cafe um, you know can, can can alleviate that pressure it's, it's looking at the pinch points basically that's what we need to do look at the pinch points in the business um, and th- there are many, you know, for every business, and they're all different. And how can how can we re- alleviate those by in, in, um, by bringing in technology to actually help us uh, help us um, smooth them out? And, and I think that's another good way of looking at it. You know, what's hurting, and how can we make it smoother? Because technology will have a way of doing it.
1: Yeah, and we talked um, at the beginning about specifically using tech to innovate for growth. Um, and I know lots of the things we've discussed will help facilitate that, you know, things like getting more time back so you can go and focus on your core activities and growing customer sales and, and, and things like that. But are there other ways that, that tech is helping organizations grow?
2: Um, yeah, there's a huge amount to it at the end of the day. As he said, time is obviously the priority there. Um, But as well, the, the things is just that understanding of the customer basis. Every level. We talked earlier just briefly about what our stock items. We can actually then look at things that are going well for us and actually predict our future growth because we can actually go, you know what, this has worked well, let's accelerate in this area of the business, and let's ignore the parts that we're actually not doing well with and actually disable those. Um, And that's all through analytics and without having control of your data and having maybe all of that on your computer and your server and your storage, it's a lot harder to do on paper. And I'm sure, Andy, you've experienced a lot of paperwork and I can remember you cringing about a few of the organizations that you've been in or the few of the organizations that we've met that keep things in sheets. I know my accountant, for example, he's a very good guy for that. I go into his room, he's got um, 20 pack of cigarettes and a big pile of piled up of sheets of paper i don't know how he does it i let him do his miracles but with compute as i've said to many times it'll make his life so much easier and maybe he can put the 20 pack of cigarettes aside less stress (laughs) yeah it's
1: brilliant and you know just just looking a bit further forward i guess um you know just how futuristic might things go here? I mean, you know, um, what what might innovative tech for small businesses look like sort of five or ten years from now? What might it allow them to do that they're not currently doing? And I guess, you know, we, we, we may not hold you to account on this and come back in ten years and check. But, but it is fun <laughs> It is fun to look forward and, and try and understand just what the parameters might be. I think that it's exciting, isn't it, Andy? We're, we're, you're passionate. Well, I, I think it's just it's good to look back five
0: years. Let's look back five, six years. Let's look at that. and Let's look at let's look at some of the successes. Then. Uh, and we look at digital first. So we look at Uber, for example. Uber. Uh, come on. It's a taxi. You know, a taxi is a taxi. But no, Uber's now gone into a into a global organization. Let's have a look at. Um, the food ordering that i was mentioning the basic food ordering in a single site look at how someone just took that concept and just changed it into a into a global phenomenon with um, you know you, you companies like just eat and and again uber eats and, and the way that you know if you if you're there first if you think about a digital first strategy about what is commonplace in in the marketplace now but actually how can we digitize that fully to make it a digital first strategy with no you know there's no physical attributes to it at all it's just digital so you know it's it's about how can i make my business a digital business um, as max maximize that digital uh, capability of that business as possible a, a great one we came across actually was when we were in um, an event in i think it we're in sheffield actually and uh, a guy was speaking to um he owned a theater props company so basically had a massive massive warehouse full of um well not theater just movie in fact everything you could possibly think of whether it be cars props um from, from back to the twenties, so everything. So you can imagine the amount of stock that you had in this warehouse. And I said, "Well, how do you how do you put that across to customers?" because well "Well, um, I have a, a physical catalog that the customers look through." And I was going, "Well, surely as we develop, and you know, it's, it's about the demographics. So the demographics of people are changing. So the workforce is becoming younger. You're getting, you know, so in, in the film industry, for example, if someone wants something very quickly, they're just going to go on a mobile phone and find it. Yeah, they're not going to go, "Oh, can you send me your catalog?" Or "Can I pop down and have a look to see what you've got in your warehouse?" You know, everything needs digitize so that's a really simple solution is digitize if you're if you're a physical store if you're a um, selling product you need to make sure that that is so accessible again that seven second rule if someone wants that product or you want to get rid of that product um you need to be able to make sure it's visible to everybody and the demographic of today's society is changing to enable uh, or is it, it, changing that that need is is more than ever in place so think about digital first strategy
2: So also, Andy, I think one of the things I think we're looking at the future, what's coming after that? Looking to the past is important to look to the future. In fact, so much so that I've been going to all the Bond films recently and going through those at the cinema. I was amazed at the amount of technology that actually is now just day to day basis that was predicted in the sixties on a book book that was written probably late fifties to be honest. Uh, so that was uh, very exciting to me to see things like that. Um, all the films I grew up on, a lot of this has come to life. Um. Back to the Future is a classic example of that when he travels forward in time to 2015, which is just amazing to see things like, oh, can you just use your thumbprint to give uh, some money to charity? Can you do whatever? All of that is here today. If I'm not the innovator, I'm not the second guesser of what's next. But I think a lot of the stuff is going to be, we won't actually necessarily have mobile phone device in our hand it might just be the earpiece to communicate with but at its core at the back end there still is going to be some sort of brain or some sort of compute somewhere however that works um, i know the future state they're looking at different ways of processing data on multiple layers and holographic um processors and things like that that might change the way it looks but in the end of the day it's still data and it has to be processed somehow so It might look a little bit different. We might be walking around with the fun glasses that record everything as we're going around and all of that fun stuff. But um, at the end of the day, it will be something that probably will be unknown that will change the game. It's something that someone's probably sitting on just now. And if I was sitting on that idea, I wouldn't tell you just now either. (laughs) Fair
1: point, yeah. And, and, And look, you know, Small businesses, our audience, they you know, what's important to them when they are buying in goods and services is reputation and mm. um, how innovative is Dell Technologies offering and how do you stay on top of the latest trends to make sure it continues to be so? How do you make sure that you guys are adapting what, what, what the offering is so that small businesses can rest assured that they've got everything they need going into the next period?
2: I think the important part of this is agility is key, and Dell has always been at the forefront of being agile to be able to change things as we go um as far as the organization's concerned um we started off the first sort of just in time manufacturing process that means that we could actually make the system with the latest components and the latest internal parts that were going to be ready for the customer as they required. We still can build to order systems as well so if a customer has a particular requirement for their particular device that they need maybe it's a biometric fingerprint reader maybe it's going to have a higher resolution camera etc we're still quite agile in our respect we offer many versions it's not just a laptop when you see something that says oh it's a 7000 latitude there's different ones of that available so having that agility is good and The importance is listening to the customers and that's something that we've taken quite back to the core. Maybe actually now I'd say about seven or eight years ago we started a thing called workforce transformation and what it was about looking at is how the workforce is changing. How do we need to change our devices to adapt to how those workers are working because not everyone does the same thing. In fact um, probably every one of us works in different ways so having the most amount of available different devices to our end users and having that wide variety of choice depending on who that user is is vitally important whether you're working in um, heavy industry and maybe as you said earlier you mentioned building trade things like that we do have devices that can go out on site because more and more as we see that our digital requirements increase and having that data available to us we need to have the devices that can actually withstand being in certain environments too so It's a whole variety. It's about having the right product for the
1: right person in hand. That's fantastic. Listen, thank you both for that brilliant. Uh, Walkthrough of how uh, technology can help businesses innovate, uh, and i'm sure that's going to be really helpful for uh, a lot of our audience that are looking to to use tech to to innovate and to improve their businesses um, and to to buy themselves time to focus on their core activities um, as I say, that was the first in a three part series of podcasts looking at how technology can help you innovate, improve, and advance. Um, and was brought to you in partnership with Dell Technologies. Thank you also to our audience for listening. Um, While I have your attention, I would just like to remind you that you can subscribe to the FSB podcast to receive regular updates and guidance on the big issues affecting small businesses and the self-employed. And do please also remember that you can find a whole host of additional webinars, podcasts, and other content on the FSB website at fsb.org.uk. Many thanks.
0: This episode is in partnership with Dell Technologies. Dell can help push your business further with innovative technology designed for small business. Visit dell.co.uk.